0: Hello once again beautiful listeners, this is Editing Josh. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of I Can Fix Them. This episode, we're talking about men and their refusal to go to the doctor, and their continued insistence to just rub some dirt on it. Gaping chest wound? Rub some dirt on it. Every bone in your body is broken? Rub some dirt on it. Are you no longer alive because you've been run over by a truck? Rub some dirt on it. It'll fix everything. And now you don't even have to listen to the rest of the episode, you already know. No, we are talking about men and their love, hate, mostly hate relationship with the doctor and any form of health in general, and perhaps why they might want to change it. Anyway, it's a good episode. We hope you enjoy.
1: What you thinking about? My toilet. Are you, my toilet cannot handle an IBS shit. (laughs) I swear to God and I are about to get a new toilet because it's been acting up.
0: Minor IBS.
1: <laughs> you are decimating that fucking apple. <laughs> I'm so afraid you're gonna get cyanoid poisoning. Please don't die. is that a myth? Back. No, the apple seeds do have cyanide in them. Any stone
0: or... Yeah, but it's not to cause
1: well, you don't want to still be like mm, cyanide, yummy, yummy, or like you know. Have you seen like the the TikTok just like mm, ice cream? So good, ice cream, so good, yum yum, yeah. You don't want to do that to cyanide.
0: Cyanide, so good, yum yum. Rat poison, so
1: good, yum yum. Mice. <laughs> 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 Advil,
0: so good, yum yum.
1: Cigarette ash, so we got oh the <laughs> The cough was in 4K. <laughs> Why do you cough like a cat? <laughs>
0: there you go. That's, that's cat noises. Sure. Like who the fuck wants to invade canada it's like
1: china actually
0: uh, isn't that just
1: no okay oh this is a very special topic that i love to talk about so china keeps kidnapping canadian tourists yeah because they think they're spies some of them probably are but also can or china keeps sending spies into canada and yeah. canada figures them out because if they take over the united states hat it's a lot easier to invade the united states
0: yeah I, but isn't isn't most of that just kind of a right-wing bugaboo in canada though
1: no i would agree with you if it wasn't for man that i learned this and as much as he sucked he was definitely a leftist hmm. what do you want my social security number
0: <laughs> um no but ten thousand dollars would be a good start unmarked uh unmarked bills <laughs>
1: all bills are marked inherently <laughs> Josh has never worked at a bank in his goddamn life.
0: Yeah, because I am the bank bitch.
1: I am not gonna roast you on this front. That would be too mean. The bank of- Being a little bitch. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like finding a good man is very hard, and finding a good woman slash non-binary person is only hard because I'm a femme. Uh, Three. Yeah, I was about to say three or four. The politics gets so dark sometimes you just want to listen to somebody who's famous because they're good at putting lipstick on scream at someone about talking about penises it's so fun
0: this is why i like um what's her face lauren Lord, Lord vaubair
1: she's not good at lipstick i'm pretty sure she barely has lips on both ends uh-
0: wow <laughs> pussy shaming a sitting member of congress a new low for Toria.
1: I don't believe in pussy shaming unless it's against Lauren Bobert because I'm sure her pussy is unfortunate. Yeah, I don't even know what that would mean, but I feel like no, it's just an unfortunate pussy. It's a regrettable pussy. I feel like she definitely has a crooked clip piercing.
0: It's a pussy of regret.
1: I mean, she has let more than one pedophile in. I imagine. Hey, say
0: his name, Matt Gates.
1: I was talking about her husband, but she is definitely oh. like. Over oh, the cool. pants-handed Matt Gates before.
0: Very cool. What's her husband's deal?
1: He, like, exposed himself to a bunch of 12-year-olds at a bowling alley. Well, now he's becoming her ex-husband. I've... I think he initiated the divorce, too, which is even sadder.
0: Yeah, because...
1: She's not 12. Yeah.
0: I vaguely remember that. That's so disturbing.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, it is. Wow.
0: Okay, so Canada... So China's spying on Canada to get their... Um... I don't know, They're fucking empty land and melting ice caps.
1: Are the cats outside fighting again?
0: Bird. Oh no, it's crows. the
1: crows. Yeah. I think the crows are fighting the raccoons that live around here.
0: Huh, brother, no more brother wars. <laughs> Folks, work.
1: I almost called my mom crying today. I had two cups of coffee after a week of not drinking any caffeine other than green tea. Because I was like, my mom's dying. So that is not true. I am just anxious.
0: Well, it's better than calling your mom on another substance, so.
1: I mean, I have called my mom drunk, I think. (laughs) I've also called her being violently high. That, you drink water so loudly. (laughs) Are you okay? Girly Pops, Josh is growing his hair out and he's having honestly a very good hair day. (laughs) I would take a picture of him if he wouldn't murder me. He even has a shirt matched to his watch and it's very beautiful. Just a little hint of orange. I see you. I see how fancy of a lad you are. (laughs) Jesus fuck. I went to an Ulta today.
0: Of a salon.
1: Do you not know what an
0: Ulta is? It's a beauty store, right?
1: It's like a makeup store, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I wanted to go because I needed black lip liner. Mm. They had none that looked good in my skin tone, so I Mm. just went and got another eyeliner that was like black, but with a brown undertone so that it didn't look like shit on me.
0: You know the worst part of the post 911 security state?
1: Fluorescent lighting.
0: That, and also the fact that men get um, like. Monitored like fucking uh, terrorists when they walk into a beauty store.
1: I don't think it's the fact that you guys get monitored like terrorists. I think it's the fact that they look at a man who looks like you and say, "He needs help." They don't. Get... We don't know what he's here for, but he needs help.
0: They don't. Okay. Firstly, they're not qualified to give uh, mental health advice. Secondly, they. Then, why the fuck don't they help me? okay? you are you' are being an apologist for the post nine eleven security state ah uh, beauty beauty store industrial complex because they don't want to help you. They just want to monitor and control your actions and try and intimidate you, okay? No,
1: I think they say this man he is avoiding eye contact at all costs.
0: okay, that's called uh, that's called being normal.
1: Okay, yes. As somebody who hates eye contact, yes. They, they're, you're avoiding eye contact. You are not asking them any questions and you're probably wandering around clueless and you're their favorite person to joke about. Okay, so once
0: again, minding my own fucking business, right? Okay. They're
1: like, oh my goodness, look at this man. His girlfriend probably sent him in to get him, to get her mascara. He probably thinks eyeliner is mascara.
0: Right, so you're siding with the, uh, with the emerging fascist uh, Orwellian surveillance day is what I'm hearing. Okay. Well I'm glad you I'm glad I know where you stand. Hey
1: Josh, what's mascara?
0: Um, that's for the you put it on your eyelashes and it makes them go.
1: Okay, good. Now, what is primer?
0: You put it on a car before you put on uh, the main coat of paint.
1: I'm at makeup primer.
0: I don't know, you put it on your skin? before you put on makeup
1: okay folks he's using his context clues he he might win this one what is contour
0: oh that's um you use it to to highlight angular parts of your face and make yourself look more attractive like you you use it to create cheekbones and uh highlight your jaw
1: and shit yeah jeffree star watch out we have a new tall skinny white boy coming for your spot
0: Didn't Jeffree Star do something really bad? Yeah, oh, he okay. did. He's yeah.
1: he, he's never not done something bad.
0: Don't tell me what it is, though. Just leave it at that. I think it's more funny that way.
1: I think so. But, like, I mean, like, if we pulled up the Jeffree Star controversy list, controversy... <laughs> I think I just had a stroke, folks. <laughs> controversy list. It would be almost as long as George Santos.
0: Uh, he could never... Jeffrey Star.
1: I don't know.
0: Jeffree Star could never. George is one of a kind.
1: Jeffree Star has done some shit.
0: Alright, but George Santos stole a baby this week. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs>
1: is this yours? Not yet. <laughs> if your wedding can't be fit inside of a Red Robin, what are you doing? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like they do the birthday song for your wedding.
1: Wedding, wedding, wedding. wedding. We're getting (laughs) married. I have actually never celebrated my birthday at a Red Robin.
0: That's because you're not from here.
1: No, it's because I grew up in a town that had maybe 20,000 people by the time I left.
0: Yeah, but I had, I had I was a little fat kid, so I had so many uh, birthdays at Red Robin. It was the fucking best.
1: Well, we had a place called Pizza Barn, and that was where my little fat kid.
0: (laughs) They serve you pizza in a truck.
1: I wish. No, it was just a ranch themed because where I grew up, there were so many ranchers, mm-hmm. so and there cool. would be like cute little animals on like the walls and stuff. I wish
0: there was say cute little animals at the
1: restaurant. Oh my god! <laughs> no, that would make it so much better. But I remember like there was like, what is it like what, the little horsey ride thing, the like pony ride? Oh, the like, like the-, the stimmy thing.
0: The things they have at, like, outside supermarkets. Yeah, Yeah. they had
1: a horse that looked really horse-like, right? Like, most of them look goofy and are, like, colorful and pastel, but this one was, like, a beautiful gray-brown horse, and, like, the saddle was, like, excellent detail work, and I loved it. I loved it with every fiber of my being.
0: Three-year-old Toria saw that, and your horse autism was just triggered, (laughs) and you were like, I want this. (laughs)
1: I am not a horse girl, I just know a lot about horses. You
0: have horse autism,
1: okay. <laughs> no, because it sounds like I am a horse with autism.
0: <laughs> because horses are autistic coded. They are. They all have you know, a little bit.
1: A little bit. I don't know what it is. I. You are right. However, there are a bunch of horses that just love shenanigans. Yeah,
0: well, hello.
1: Okay, your country, Norway to be specific, sorry.
0: I'm an American.
1: Do you not have Norwegian citizenship?
0: No, I couldn't get it.
1: Yeah, they said you're too lame
0: (laughs) for Norway. Maybe for a cool country like I don't know, like Brazil or something. Not for fucking Norway.
1: They said you don't put IKEA furniture quickly together.
0: Wrong country. Your racism is showing.
1: That that would be ethnic, or that be xenophobia. I'm pretty sure
0: your racism. Anyway, no, they Norway is
1: not a race.
0: Yes, it is. What have I been doing for my (laughs) census every time that?
1: They ask you where you're from and you're putting Norway.
0: I I put my race down as Norway. Just
1: Norway, Norway. not Norwegian. Yeah. No, um... We are not going to be allowed to be in England if we keep talking like this. Why would we want to go there? Why the fuck would we want... Do you want to go there? If we perform live shows, I will go anywhere that has us.
0: We're not going to the UK. It's like Afghanistan. I want
1: to go to Glasgow.
0: Afghanistan and the UK, the two places that I will not. Go I to want to go
1: to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival.
0: The Fringe? Yes. Yeah. Well, we're not going. I'm sorry, because they can't. You're
1: not my dad.
0: We're, they're they're ruining their country. We can't go.
1: I want to go to Edinburgh. Okay, if you want to go to a failed state, uh, you might- We are in the United States, you dumb bitch. Yeah,
0: again, once again, more functional than their stupid bitch island, all right? We can't go. We can't go. Do you want to get- do you want to get robbed and then, like, them lose your passport or something?
1: Can we go to Edinburgh?
0: Oh my god, it's gonna be the worst time of both of our lives, but sure. I'm not gonna stop you, dude. We're we're just gonna have a bad time.
1: You'll never have bad times when you're with me. I, didn't need it. I make your life that much better. No comment. This is my purple artery that might give me a stroke later. Who knows?
0: You went to Afghanistan for that dick. I served in the sexual military. I served. All right. On. What are we talking about?
1: Ugh. I'm the one with ADHD. You have to have better focus.
0: Fuck you. Never. Could
1: you never make that noise again? Oh my god. So let me see this- oh my gosh. Let me set the scene for you. The summer of 1848 is coming to a close in a small town that is only 82 miles outside of Vermont's capital. The United States is getting railed. And by that I mean the United States is creating a whole new slew of railroads as a result of the Industrial Revolution. And the 25-year-old Phineas Gage is in Cavendish, Vermont, participating in activities that OSHA still has nightmares about. Yeah, that's right, using explosives without protective equipment. And that ended just about the way you expected to, with a nearly four-foot piece of iron lodged in his skull. Thankfully, due to the angle of the injury and the help of doctors, Phineas was able to live for another 11 years. I tell you this story just to show you that even with a toddler-sized railway spike shoved in your skull, it can be possible for a man to go to the doctor. I am the funny, funky, and fresh Toria Pace. And this is my only, look slightly like a dying Victorian child co-host, Josh. What up? And today we're going to discuss why men are so hesitant to go to the doctor and how they can change it. So we are. We are going to discuss it or we are hesitant to go to the doctor.
0: Both. Are we going to the doctor? Cause I didn't sign up for that.
1: Yeah. I talked with your dad. We no. got your insurance card. No,
0: we're not going to the doctor. <laughs> you fucking drag me in there dead.
1: <laughs> we're going to get you vaccinated. Never. They're <laughs> not putting the microchip in me. True. no, you got your microchip on your own. You're,
0: I got so many microchips. I'm like a fucking computer at this point. We can't lose you at the dog
1: park anymore. It's I'm, gonna be so hard to do that.
0: My, they're assembling a motherboard and it's just telling me to be gay and vote Democrat.
1: Well, you're only doing half of those things. Hey, progress, alright? Get, I'll get there. Right, it's America.
0: Fuck yeah, why are people so opposed to that? Why are people so up in arms about that? They They want us to not have fun?
1: I swear, I don't understand what's being wrong with gay, because as soon as I came out as pansexual, my life got about like 20 times better. Yeah.
0: I mean, yeah. Like, okay, so the the vaccine's going to give you like 64 gigabytes of RAM and you're going to have wild, crazy gay sex. What the fuck? Only people who hate fun could be opposed to that. Exactly. All right. So
1: Phineas Gage. Um, Just a full railway spike to the dome. That's how I'm trying to be. <laughs> dome so good. <laughs>
0: Dome so good it impaled me and changed my personality forever. Yes. Uh,
1: Apparently his personality didn't change that much, he just had a bunch more seizures.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Flashbacks to when he was up in the pussy. Um, (laughs) Workplace safety king Phineas Gage. Uh, First man in history to go to the doctor, the only one.
1: (laughs) Men did not invent. They told. I feel like. You know how, like, women who were midwives were actively persecuted by the church for a long time? Yeah. I think it's just men were so afraid of the doctor <laughs> 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 that they were like, it's
0: a witch. There's going to be a doctor when my wife is giving birth? Fuck, I'm going to the tavern. <laughs> fuck that shit you don't let a doctor in this house you're not gonna let my wife die <laughs> no you are you are gonna let my wife die Ugh. oh my gosh yeah. Old, yeah olden times yeah yeah uh, no it's because um.
1: I want you to tell me why you think men are afraid to go to the doctor
0: um because the doctor is gay
1: I want you to be serious and tell me why men are afraid to go to the doctor. Because
0: we all have anxiety and it's untreated and it's gay and cucked and unmanly to get it treated. That's the, that's, that's, there it is. All right. That's all it is.
1: All I'm saying is you go to the doctor and you're still one of the more anxious men I know.
0: I go to the doctor because I'm anxious.
1: True. I think why we get along so well is because we're both a little bit of a hypochondriac. Yeah, exactly.
0: I mean, I get... I had a. I I thought I had a mini stroke yesterday because one of my eyelids was drooping slightly more than the other. All right. That's the level we're operating on. So that is the level we're operating on. When you think you're dying every single day, despite being in the best health of your life, you go to the doctor. All right. It's like, it's like the Catholic church, uh, fear of God, except for the, except for your own body. And it's completely secular.
1: I feel like. Men are just mystified by their body.
0: Yeah, you don't have. Ooh,
1: that was like a six actually. Holy shit! Yay yeah, for the reverb. Yeah, <laughs> it was a very good reverb. And as for the taste of the burp, no. I am so iconic. All of my joints are just absolutely fucked. Mm-hmm.
0: You're like the Roblox guy. You'll just you're just gonna fall apart on the floor.
1: Um. Let's see how double jointed my elbow is today. It's not the worst.
0: Bad. I don't like that.
1: Never ask why is your shirt wet.
0: That's a great question.
1: <laughs> it looks like a creeper from Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna read you a statistic. And
0: good because I can't read.
1: I know. Nor can you do math. You just sit there and look pretty.
0: Yeah, and, and do
1: like sad burps.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Are you okay?
0: Get on then. Yeah, I'm, I don't do it. I don't
1: know. You were making a face like you had something to say.
0: Oh, no, no. Don't look at my face. It doesn't mean anything. It's just
1: the... <laughs> Yeah, true. It's just the mask that you wear to the world. Yeah. <laughs> this is a very deep episode, folks.
0: Underneath my, my skin is my real face, which is my skull.
1: <laughs> Spooky, creepy skeletons yep. and shivers donors. Sp- So I'm going to read you the statistic by the CDC, and you have to guess how old it is. Do you think you could do that?
0: Uh, No, I'm stupid, but I'll try it.
1: I didn't put what year. One second. The squeak squeak of the chair. That's what good pussy sounds like. (laughs) (laughs) Kill
0: pussy. That's
1: what my hips are going to sound like in the next five (laughs) years. Yep.
0: Is that the fucking rocking chair? Nope. <laughs> Just Doria walking down the hall.
1: Walking down the hall and we like getting railed. Okay. Fuck, marry, or kill. Ben Shapiro. Fuck. Alex J. Jo- what?
0: The fuck? Keep going.
1: Alex Jones. Fuck. <laughs> Jordan Peterson.
0: Kill. And then fuck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> to send a message.
0: Okay. Yeah. I was worried for a minute. He's a fucking clown. He, he is a clown, could, but he, men love him so much. He could never. You are 20 times the cult leader he
1: will ever be,
0: all right? I don't
1: know whether or not to be so happy about that or not. Okay, so you have to guess how old the statistic is. The rate of ambulatory care, You or oh my goodness. The rate of ambulatory care use among women with non-pregnancy related diagnoses was 33 percent higher than that for men does that make any sense to you
0: 1658
1: no you gotta hmm. actually do a real guess 2012 it
0: was 1998 1998 okay
1: but it doesn't surprise you it could have been much sooner
0: uh, no that 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 makes a lot of sense yeah yeah
1: Yeah, but guess what? They have not done any research on that since. They said, yep, that sounds about right, and then they just left it as that.
0: I mean, really, who fucking cares, you know? It's nerd shit. Why the fuck do you want to know if I'm going to the doctor so you can spy on me, so you can know I have IBS and kidney stones? Jesus, fuck off. You
1: have kidney stones? No. Jesus. Not yet.
0: Yeah, why the fuck would you... does that make you think less of me as a person?
1: No, but it makes a lot more sense why you drink water like a horse.
0: No, I do not have kidney stones. Shut the fuck up, you fucking dork-ass nerd.
1: I feel like you would definitely have kidney stones. If
0: I did, you would know about it, all right?
1: Andrew, you just tell me, there's something so sharp in my penis. Yeah, I would be screaming, crying, (laughs) shitting. You would know. Well, you can get kidney stones multiple times throughout your life. Maybe you're there in kidney stone remit.
0: I I never had it, thank God. But yeah, why the fuck do you want to know if men are going to the doctor? So you can fuck them? So you can meet new dudes?
1: Well, I do like a man who man who goes and gets his STIs checked, so. Yeah, that's true. But no, I mean, yeah. That's... Well, it matters because like as a society, we need to be like we need to utilize healthcare when we have it in general.
0: Yeah, but we don't we don't have it. Okay,
1: can you shut the fuck up for five fucking seconds? You
0: know I can't.
1: Yeah, true. That's why we get along so well. We never shut up. We just talk over each other, talk over movies. That's why we get along. But, like, here's the thing. If you have healthcare, you need to utilize it to become healthy so that, like, maybe you could actually, like, not be in pain the entire time you're alive.
0: You know, actually, it's a lot better for my mental health if you don't tell me what the fuck to do. You ever thought about that?
1: No, because I like being bossy and tiny. Yeah. Too. And I know you love it. You love when I boss you around.
0: Shut the fuck up, you dork. All right, that's a good point, though, because if if you have health care, you, you, you might want to use it. Not not that I'm going to tell you what to do. That's Tori's job, but you might want to use it.
1: Old white men pay me to tell them what to do. Do they? No, but if you want to put a bid in. So do you you know what ambulatory care is, right? Um, that's when you you can't walk easily, right? No, no. Ambulatory care for those who are listening who don't know, and Josh is just a fucking idiot. Um, listeners, you're not idiots. Josh is. I'm kidding. He is the smartest man. I yeah. I, I like it.
0: <laughs> commit to the bit this time. I, redo that and commit have you to the bit. That
1: in the face because josh is a fucking idiot listeners you're not idiots he just is um but yeah no so ambulatory care is just like your non-emergency style care it's like your Mm -hmm. like your like annual visits like if you have like an ouchie bobauchy but that Mm -hmm. isn't an emergency yeah like a minor car accident you know
0: you broke a bone but it's not a big deal and you know you're just going in because your wife and kids told you to do it and like uh you know there's a nail through your hand but you know one is one is not really a big when you deal. just can't rub some dirt
1: on it yeah
0: i mean one one nail through the hand you can live through that um and you you know
1: there why do you think well no i've already asked you why mm-hmm. you think men
0: don't. i've already i've already solved this problem i don't know why this this podcast is entirely redundant
1: so so um, an article written by our boy matt handcock
0: ha- handcock
1: I pause um, for Josh's sake because he is just smiling ear to ear, hand- bullying this man. Hancock, like with a D? Yeah. <laughs> S- smiling at this man who is putting the work in for men's health. Just Whatever. absolutely obliterating this poor man.
0: My name isn't Matt Hancock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great job.
1: Yeah, so Matt Hancock
0: with great the. Great hand job, Matt. You're doing real good. Okay
1: so we're gonna thank continue. You,
0: thank you Matt Handcock for your in- incredible contributions.
1: Handcock mouth disease. Okay sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I am not proud of myself.
0: <laughs> yeah you should be really ashamed for bullying this, this angel.
1: Yeah. Well, actually, no, he is. He seems like a good guy. He does research for the health policy partnership, mm-hmm. which, as far as I can tell, is a blog that researches health policy. And I think that's pretty neat because I fucking love research, um, even though I'm so bad at it. He notes. Because your name isn't Hancock. If you had to name like
0: Toria Bean Flicker, you'd be <laughs> you'd be uh, you'd be published.
1: Hey y'all, I'm in the process of one time changing my last name, so if you want to vote and say whether it should be Bean Flicker or Handcock, I'll put a poll in our Instagram
0: stories. Um, or, right, hear me out, the double barrel, Bean Flicker Handcock. <laughs> tell, me it would, hyphenated. tell me it wouldn't be awesome.
1: Aubrey tells me that I shouldn't have a hyphenated last name. She hates hers. Yeah, they suck. But nobody's called... To... Hand flicker
0: hand, <laughs> hand flicker? Handcock bean flicker. That's not a aside from the like some British aristocrats, nobody's called that.
1: So our boy, Matty Poo, has noted in an article that it's Welcome. because men have a stoic stoic and I added tough guy syndrome. They're too busy. They're medically illiterate. And of course, like everything in this world socioeconomics Mm -hmm. so the first one is like we teach men through society that they need to be like really stoic and really tough they gotta just rub some fucking dirt on it Mm -hmm. and that is not good because like i understand wanting to be tough like as as an oversensitive baddie as a hypochondriac (laughs) there's probably a lot of shit that i don't need checked out Mm-hmm. and it's really good that my roommate is a medical professional because I would probably spend way too much time at the doctor if not yeah, I'm,
0: I'm moving in with you by the way um, because I need yeah I also need <laughs> assistance yeah yeah
1: so as hypochondriac baddies we probably need to be told to rub some more dirt on it every once in a while hmm missing a leg
0: rub some dirt on it
1: yeah no I grew up I grew up with that Gun- dad. Got... okay well is your dad a rub some dirt on it kind of guy
0: he was a little bit like that but also every time i had a serious injury we went to the hospital so
1: so i just remember being like a kid i was like five years old right right when i broke my arm
0: your elbow right or your arm
1: like my elbow okay. which is yeah. like attached to your arm in case you were wondering
0: yeah thank you for clarifying <laughs> wait so mine is not supposed to look like this yeah no you're okay. just totally fucked all right cool <laughs>
1: genetics lesson um but yeah no so I was five years old and like the entire like did my brother tell me that nothing was wrong yes Mm
0: -hmm. but did I definitely He was a good older brother he's a
1: great older brother doing a 10 out of 10 workup job Uh, but then I also was raised in a put some dirt on it family you're being overly sensitive so I would try to pretend like my arm wasn't broken oh my goodness and luckily, like, they were able to notice earlier on or else I would have been like, I'm fine. I'm just in a lot of pain.
0: Yeah, you were, you were giving your, you were, your arm was touching your shoulder blade. And they were like, hmm, maybe it's not supposed to look like that. Maybe Tori is not that hyper flexible.
1: I wish. No, it was because um, I didn't want to eat mac and cheese is how they know goes wrong
0: with me. Tell <laughs> that story. Tell that story.
1: Yeah. So um, I come into the house visibly pro- having previously cried, which is not unusual. I was a big crier as a child. What? I'm sensitive. Well, I was sensitive. Right. I've always been sensitive. Then I had a period of where I just didn't cry. So I think I'm making up for it now. Um, but yes, sorry. Darkness hour, Victoria. I forget not everybody is effectively traumatized. Ay-yo! Um, if you want to pay for this podcast, <laughs> so I get more therapy, feel free to. Um, but I swear to God, all I do is hustle at this podcast. <laughs> so yes, um... Having previously cried, I come into the house and like my favorite dinner is there. Craft mac and cheese if you're Canadian K D.
0: Nobody's Canadian. They don't deserve to be included.
1: <laughs> hot take. Um, and hot dogs. Like you know how you cut up hot dogs into mac and cheese.
0: Fuck yeah. A meal fit for a medieval king. <laughs>
1: Exactly. It's so good. It's so good. Well, it was as a kid. I don't think I can handle that much sodium as an adult. I would probably uh, vomit and
0: die shrivel up (laughs) like a dead spider. There's
1: just so much going on there as an adult that I don't think an adult body can take. Um, Yeah.
0: This is why we have like a microplastics problem. (laughs)
1: 100%. This is why everybody has severe lactose intolerance (laughs) except for you. (laughs) Yeah.
0: All right.
1: So the best meal ever, and I refused to eat because my arm hurt too much. And that's how my mom knew shit went down. And I just remember hearing from the other room, what the fuck did you do What the fuck did you do? <laughs> and then five minutes later I was being taken to the hospital.
0: <laughs> I love so much. Honestly.
1: Oh, there is a reason why my six three brother is afraid of my five foot tall mom for a reason.
0: <laughs> can I can I meet if I promise not to hit on her?
1: I think if you hit on her, she would just be like, I think she would accidentally say that you look like Gumby (laughs) and then (laughs) you would never physically recover.
0: (laughs) Look, if an older woman called me Gumby, that's, again, that's just taking it from 105 to 130%. So once again, can I meet your mother?
1: You can meet my mother, but you have to do one on a date. Oh, It went well.
0: Damn.
1: Fuck. Apparently. He has an espresso bar in his house.
0: Oh, fuck. I can't compete with that.
1: So, uh, yeah. So that's... I was raised with that tough guy syndrome. Yeah. I was treated a lot like my brothers, just being like, go get... Rub some dirt on it, all that shit. Yeah. So you were kind of raised like that, almost.
0: Yeah, but not to the same degree. Because every time I hear one of your childhood stories, it's like, oh, yeah, I was... I was impaled by a knight at a like a, at like a Renaissance fair. Like I suffered. What happened? What? I don't know. Sorry, I was so confused. I was You're so dumb. Okay, so <laughs> like every time I hear one of your stories, it's like, oh, I was impaled by a knight at a Renaissance fair. Like I got a I got an injury that <laughs> like you got in ancient Greek battle, <laughs> and my family told me to fuck off. That's like fifty percent of your childhood stories.
1: Yeah, that's just how the childhood went down.
0: That never happened to me. All my injuries were stupid, self inflicted, and uh, mostly very laughable.
1: Like a good chunk of mine were, but also I was just very clumsy. Okay, your brother put you in a headlock. (laughs) Yeah, it's called bonding. (laughs)
0: Um, like when I broke my elbow first, I was doing it. Firstly, I was doing it to impress a girl. Okay. I
1: mean, what injuries aren't caused trying to impress a girl?
0: Yeah, um, I, I did it on the monkey bars at school during recess. And uh, like this, it, it was noticed almost immediately because I sat down. I wasn't crying, but I sat down trying to like contain the pain as best I could, which meant like. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was violent.
0: Eight. For, for, uh, robust, robust, <laughs> robust audio quality and tone. Very good. Keep it up.
1: Just banger after banger on this podcast, I guess. No
0: skips. <laughs> going. So I, and someone noticed like in a couple of minutes because there was this kid basically hunched over clutching his arm. Um, right. your stories are a lot more intense than that.
1: Well, teachers are also paid to care about children.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: some of them are actually uh, make their money's worth. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, but you did, you, you probably had like, so the stoic tough guyness is absolutely alive and well.
0: Yeah. So like, for instance, my story about that is I was at baseball camp and this little fucking shit uh, who was two years older than me um we were beefing for whatever reason
1: i mean it's baseball camp you have to choose somebody to beef with
0: and he w- he was a he was a fucking little shit so was i but he was 2 years older so he had no excuse and he was pitching, and so of course he was a fucking pitcher, because, you know.
1: Well, pitchers, they just, yeah, they have to be the worst people alive to be good at pitching.
0: They're basically, like, they would be in prison if they weren't doing baseball. So he threw, I, we were doing batting practice, I go up, he throws, hits me in the fucking ankle, okay? Ooh. Yep, yeah, I got a bone bruise, Uh, it was really fucking painful. Um, And I get home, and I'm sitting there on the couch, and my dad's like, well, if it still hurts tomorrow, then you can go to the doctor.
1: Well, that's valid. If it's just a bone
0: bruise. No, dude. Like, it was swollen and shit. I mean... Were you icing it? Yeah.
1: Every 10 minutes? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a bone bruise. What would a doctor do?
0: Make sure it's not fucking broken?
1: I feel like it probably wouldn't break. That's what my
0: dad thought, and...
1: But, you know, the point is, right, like... How fast was this, like, what, 11-year-old pitching? I think he was,
0: like, 12 or 13. Um, I was 11, so he must have been 13.
1: He'd have to be pitching 90 miles an hour for it to actually hurt your bones. Bro,
0: you did... Okay. I don't mean to belittle you, but you did softball.
1: Okay. Yeah, the balls are bigger and harder. Baseball camp is possibly one of the worst experiences another human being could have. Yep. But also, very unlikely you broke your ankle. Okay. So, Ankles are very hard to break.
0: Right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, learning I was a little bitch, just as I am now. But, you know, the point is, like, th- that type of shit, like, if I got hurt outside, my dad was like, he he does this thing where he's like, well, do you want to go to the doctor? Like, and he-, he does, like, a very condescending tone, like, oh, yeah, like, well, fuck, if you want to go to the doctor, you little
1: pussy, like, <laughs> I guess we can go if you really want to. I feel like this is also probably, like, a baseline. Your dad had free healthcare growing up. <laughs> Yeah, now that now he's also like, oh, okay, we don't have free healthcare. Yeah. And we don't need to use it. <laughs> yeah.
0: We're never going to the doctor if I can help it. I'm going to I'm going to I'm make, going to be little every single one of my children. I'm going to spend way more money and get zero use out of it because I can I know. Uh,
1: uh
0: anyway, but yeah, um I never got hurt though, so again, I'm learning that I was just a little bitch.
1: <laughs> I feel like though, like I genuinely think men will do like the stupidest fucking shit. Like I, the stories you hear of men just being like, oh yeah, I fell off my skateboard. And then three years later, I go in for a separate injury that actually like somebody's like, you need to go to the doctor. And they're like, your arm was broken like three years ago. Cause it healed all fucky wucky. And they're like, huh? Every single fucking time. I know at least six different men with that story.
0: Right. I know less than that because I didn't grow up in Nevada, but yeah.
1: Oh, they're Washington men.
0: Okay. All right.
1: Yeah. yeah. They're just too cool for you to know.
0: I guess so. Is that like bad if my arm is like that?
1: Oh, you, you oh, you mean like your arm isn't supposed to hurt every time it rains <laughs> for nine months straight in Washington?
0: I thought I was like a wizard or something.
1: <laughs> oh, your arm isn't supposed to bend that way after you skateboard? <laughs>
0: Yo, I got a new fucking axis of movement on my arm after skateboarding, dude!
1: Oh, you're telling me after I do a keg stand of IPAs, I'm not supposed to have a fucking concussion? Mm-hmm.
0: The beers taste better after a concussion. Oh. You Surely did I- football, come on.
1: I-, I did football maybe two games,
0: because
1: mm. is powder puff. I've actually surprisingly never been concussed. Have you had a concussion? No. You act like it.
0: There's nobody else we need to call. Did you
1: see the video of Drake's, (laughs) you need to, Drake has a con, he's like doing a tour or something. Right. And, and there is just like a whole ass like dude whose job is to fly around a sperm in the air, like a lit (laughs) sperm balloon as Drake raps.
0: Lit sperm balloon is a great band name. It is. Um. (laughs) Just got me flying the sperm drone.
1: Like it is a sperm drone, and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck is happening to Drake.
0: What does the sperm balloon represent to you?
1: I feel like that is his way of saying I won once,
0: and I'm never gonna let it down. No matter how many mediocre songs I release, I won once.
1: No matter how much I steal from Lauren Hill, mm-hmm. Kiki, do you love me? What the fuck am I doing?
0: You're recording a podcast.
1: I'm pulling a Josh. Okay, I need to eat a carrot because my stomach is making noises and it's freaking me out. Very I don't know. Cool. I have a weird... I am scared of Martha Stewart. You should be. I feel like she definitely has Paula Deen energy, where she's like, I have one black friend. No, she does. That's just, that's just called being a white
0: woman. No, she, she has slight kind of bad girl energy.
1: Like, would I let her eat me out? Yeah. Yes. I'm sorry. I don't want to fuck somebody's mom. I do want to fuck somebody's mom. I want to fuck, I want to fuck many people's moms yeah so shut the
0: fuck up all right
1: but i don't want to fuck martha stewart long term i think it I... has to be like a one really good look
0: cookies all right cookies she would make you various baked goods all right come on i think in helping a lady commit tax fraud is the hottest thing you can do okay? i think
1: i would fuck the pioneer woman just to ruin her family wonder if i've had if i'd have big tits if i was a girl did your mom have big tits? I should not ask that question. <laughs> I think research needs to be done to see how many of Quentin Tarantino's fans are actually just foot fetishists.
0: None of them are foot fetishists. They literally—it's worse than that. They literally put up with it because they like his movies. It's even wor- which is worse.
1: I went on a date with a foot fetishist who liked Quentin Tarantino movies. <laughs> I genuinely so I think my dad got like AEMT EMT certification for many reasons but I think it was mostly so that anytime I played basketball he could just tell me I did not have a concussion because I got hit in the head a lot
0: I your your dad just becomes a a more
1: do you want a side tangent off of this
0: uh, are you, i'm not gonna stop yeah. when
1: i was eight or nine is when he got this and i used to help him with it like get the tests
0: oh my god i used
1: to like help him learn the answers because i knew them better than he did
0: because Be, he because he's such a dumb bitch
1: yeah also i have a fascination with the human body
0: <laughs> because yours is fucking weird You got joints like putty, like joints like Jello.
1: Everybody, I am hypermobile in my joints. I am double-jointed, and I learned this at 23 years old. You're like
0: some fucky-wucky mannequin come to life. Like Pinocchio,
1: but evil and hot. (laughs) I'm not that evil, but I am that hot. Yeah, literally the only joints that don't hyperbend are my fingers, but that's because I jammed them too much playing sports like a hot bitch. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Here, let's
0: Are you <laughs> Oh, no, no,
1: not close to the camp, not close to the so it's not only the stoic tough guy like idea, but it's like the idea that men think they're too busy being uh, bitches. I don't eating
0: know, eating hot chip and lying,
1: eating hot chip and lying, which I kind of want to like also like mix in with like the medical illiteracy a little bit. Because, like, I feel... Oh, actually, no, I don't want to mix it in with the medical literacy. Roll it back. Like, I feel like men think they're too busy. So that's, like, why they have, like, their wives, their mommies make them doctor's appointments. Right.
0: Their wife mommy.
1: Their wife mommy. Their mommy wife.
0: Yep. Their, their mother... Their assigned mother wife.
1: Their Oedipus complex showing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I... Their,
0: their psychology wife.
1: They're, they're, they're Sigmund Freud's wet dream wife so uh yeah I feel like that is just a huge male thing But they're like I'm too busy so unless somebody does it for me I am not going to take care of myself
0: yeah it's like um it's like a species of animal that's too stupid to survive pretty much
1: <laughs> yes <laughs> like
0: like oh unless somebody Two. One. Okay. And you know it. Unless somebody else actively intervenes, unless God himself intervenes, I am just going to fucking die. I've never understood that.
1: I think it's just like this idea, like, this is going to be a side tangent. Men are always too busy in their minds to text. Not you. This is not me adding you. Because you text me a lot. I think that's,
0: to be honest, I think that's a gender neutral thing.
1: Well, I text a lot.
0: Yeah, I think everybody thinks they're too busy to text.
1: I don't know, maybe. I, well, I think we're not gonna get into this on this one because I'm going to say something that's gonna hurt your feelings unintentionally. Do it, pussy. I feel like women only text and say that they're too busy to text when they're uninterested.
0: It's hard out here, boys. That
1: was so mean of me that my tinnitus started acting up in that moment. (laughs)
0: so anyway no that is the thing like men are like oh I'm too busy crushing beers on the couch
1: and ignoring my wife <laughs> I am too busy doing nothing yeah I, I, I genuinely do not under like well you do, you're not, do a lot of work yes you're
0: not Zen enough to understand that I think
1: I feel like genuinely men are just like they prioritize self-care in a way that isn't absolutely violent towards themselves we're chillin just chilling. straight chilling while you actively are dying. We're chilling while wounded. Exactly. And I feel like, I, I don't know, is it something just primal in the male brain where it's all like, "No, I am actively wounded in, no, because it's we not. live in a society with good medicine that I'm just absolutely going to do nothing about it to test and see? Okay, so firstly, we live in America. Second, don't biologize this. This is a total societal
0: thing. Okay, so th- the reason that we be chilling is because we're stressed out from the shit we're doing and we are not taught to be social, right? So we don't, we don't blow off steam by being social. We blow off steam by doing nothing, by chilling, by being by ourselves.
1: And just living with your intrusive thoughts day mm-hmm. and and
0: and And perhaps seething a bit, you know, like the way it is, right? Thinking so-
1: about killing your wife.
0: Uh... <sighs> Let's, sorry <laughs> let's cut that yeah but yeah um so you know when you're when you're stressed when you're stressed out because your life uh okay let me your noise sounded like pussy
1: <laughs> your noise sounded like if spongebob had a pussy yeah the spongey. um so much pussy because of the
0: way men are expected to provide and overwork themselves to death and internalize everything and never blow off steam in a healthy way with another person
1: and now we live in corporate America where they yeah. work nine to five and mm-hmm. they don't accomplish anything
0: yeah you gotta chill I mean that's the only way to not go insane and fuck the, the doctor is the least chill place of all time you can't chill and crush beers at the doctor's office I tried they don't let you not even a little like not even light beer you can't bring a cooler in. So that's part of it. Like the reason men chill all the time, this is a separate thing and perhaps a topic for another episode, is because they're overworked and stressed out and they don't know how to de-stress themselves with other people around, right? Yeah. Um, also they hate their wives.
1: Which is another topic. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I see that. And I see the fact that they like they're convinced that they are way too busy. Well, they feel
0: busy. They feel stressed, right? Yes. So you are too busy chilling because you need 15 hours of chilling to untraumatize yourself from your shitty job that treats you like shit. But so do women. Yeah.
1: And non-binary folks. Yeah.
0: But the male, but you have to understand the male experience is uniquely toxic and like tough. Exactly. And like that
1: adds to the fact like it's uniquely tough. Tough guy, stoicism.
0: Yeah, it's unique. Sorry. It's uniquely toxic and isolating in a way that while like obviously uh you know we on this podcast believe afab people have it a lot harder yes (laughs) but it's different and and, yeah and the male experience is a lot more isolated it's
1: all new flavor of patriarchy yeah
0: and one that does need to be discussed because i don't think a lot of uh it's not given a lot of credence um oh yeah but anyway yeah so you're too busy chilling away from your bitch wife that you hate
1: (laughs) you can't call somebody's wife a bitch
0: so, you know, you're busy spending 15 hours alone, uh, in, enraged, uh, Maybe they just want to die
1: so that they yeah. don't have to be around their families.
0: That is also a valid possibility. And you think that you, you know, you're taught to be tough and to and like hide the pain, uh, in that, you know, you can't go to the, you know, like you can't ever show anybody else that you're
1: in pain. Okay. Side note, but attached. Did Drake actually tweet that he was going off of tour to deal with stomach problems? No, I just
0: saw that as a meme. And also, that's a fucking king.
1: Like, I, as much as I do not like Drake, and I'm happy to say that on any podcast, why do you, anytime I say an absolute banger, you go to your laptop, I am afraid. I'm looking it up. Did he actually go off tour to deal with his tummy ache?
0: Listeners, after fact checking this, yes, he did. What a fucking king. I never thought I would say this.
1: Okay, yeah. So, you know what? I don't like Drake at all. His new album, fucking stupid. Fucking pathetic that he's still talking shit about Rihanna and she has a whole ass family outside of him. Well, maybe that's why he's mad. He couldn't keep his family together. Um,
0: Drake, literally the type of guy that we're talking about.
1: Exactly. Well, actually, no, because you know what? He got it. If Drake can get his shit together, take time off work, and deal with his intestine issues, then boys, you could do anything.
0: Fuck. Okay, literally. Boy th- boss. Think about it this way. Everybody on the planet Earth is better than Drake. If he can do this, so can you.
1: I want to be hesitant to defend that statement, but also I feel like. Drake is not the worst person, but he's definitely on the periphery of it.
0: I feel entirely confident saying, boys, boys and men, you are better than Drake, and you know it.
1: Okay, yes. You, you can be better than Drake.
0: You know it deep in the depths of your balls. Be better than Drake. Go to the doctor.
1: Screw sisters. Okay. Yeah,
0: fucking right. <laughs> Put her here.
1: That was not too crisp, but crisp enough. Mm-hmm. Got a good echo on it.
0: Yeah
1: so another issue is medical literacy
0: oh i was also gonna say the big the biggest thing that we have to talk about here is cost
1: we are getting there okay all right i told you the list of what we were starting at i hit you with the stoic tough guy syndrome too busy medical illiteracy and then socioeconomic
0: i don't know what that word means i feel like you're really bullying the illiterate and the stupid here
1: i mean this is a podcast about men yeah
0: so you know <laughs> you knew what you were getting into
1: the smile on your face shut the fuck up i right? serve my audience Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes so, so- before toria fucking roasted me for daring to have an original idea. <laughs>
1: Josh, the most original man out there, as he sits here looking like every single white man in the 2000s who dared make a YouTube channel. (laughs) Sit your white ass down. No, sit your white ass down. Sit your broken hip flexor ass down. We're gonna finish this podcast, and hopefully, I don't murder you by the end of it.
0: I'm right here.
1: Need <laughs> my ass. Hey, Josh, how does it feel to be a little <laughs> medically illiterate, bitch? Okay, no, sorry. Okay. <laughs> no, that's the that's the that's the line. Medically illiterate, you stupid fucking bitch. So not only are men illiterate they're also medically illiterate once again america well it's not just america because our boy maddie bo poo or, or yeah. Matt Matt
0: sloppy strokes maddie
1: <laughs> um he's from the uk oh fuck he uses nhss
0: yeah the one they're trying to uh, yeah to, yeah to get rid of yeah he used,
1: da- he used data from them okay God, can we just give a moment of silence to the fucking UK? They're going through it right now. I told you we can't go there. Okay, I'm well, sorry. Let's give a moment of silence. Okay, I'm done. That's more than they deserve. All right. The, the 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 people deserve more.
0: Anybody who's not English,
1: you deserve so much more. Fucking poor people. Um, but yeah, I, this is the only time you will ever see me have empathy for England. I I'm a big. I'm a big Anglo-hater.
0: I won't even stoop that low. I mean, fuck, you knew what you were getting into. You you had, before 2019, if you were born after 2019, I have some sympathy, but you knew what the fuck. You had, you literally could leave and go anywhere else. Half of you are in Spain anyway, okay? And I say this as an American, we don't deserve any sympathy, you deserve even less. That's it. I'm gonna cut it here. <laughs> Josh
1: 2024, okay. So it is more of the fact that like I think it's just men do not understand their bodies I feel like men live entirely in their brain Uh, and they spend their entire life trying to ground themselves in their bodies by being violent towards themselves
0: I think that's misandrist but all right
1: no I'm not saying it is like
0: have you met most men they wherever they're living it's not their brain perhaps their stomach or like
1: Well, no, because I feel like men, like, they're either in their head or in their other head.
0: Right, yeah, mostly the other one.
1: Mostly the other one. I feel like from ages, like, zero to 12, they're living up in their brain, and then, like, they...
0: Have you met young kids? They're living in their stomach, dude.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, because I feel like men, like, the amount of men who I know are just, like, rocking full on just, like, with stomach problems and don't even acknowledge it.
0: This is a call out post, I'm guessing. No,
1: I'm not calling you out because you at least admit that, like, you do not shit like a normal human being. (laughs) You acknowledge it. I don't know how much you do to actually fix it. Probably nothing. Nothing. But you acknowledge it and you know the triggers. And I feel like if it gets worse, you might try to ever somehow fix it a little bit. We'll see. I feel like you take Tums. Yeah, sometimes. (laughs) Exactly. So you do something. Well, I feel a lot a lot of men just go through life with their tummy hurting and not telling anybody
0: put some dirt on it
1: We have so many tummy ache survivors put some dirt on it. I see you boys. You're tummy ache survivors.
0: Go eat some dirt You'll feel better. I'm the dad of this podcast
1: <laughs> No, yeah, no, but... I need to stop being nice to men because then they're gonna start calling you, Please
0: me. Please be nicer to them. Oh my god, this is why we do this podcast
1: <laughs> if one man calls me mommy I'm going to put him on blast. I will humiliate a man. I do not give a fuck. Right. Well, that's fair.
0: Be nice to men, but if they call you mommy, launch them into the
1: sun. Yes. Introduce them to the balcony. Yep. If a man comes up to you in the street and calls you mommy, you deserve to be able to uppercut his balls and take his wallet.
0: Take his balls, too.
1: No, I don't want gross man balls.
0: Wear them around your neck so other men know what you've done.
1: No, male balls smell disgusting. You
0: can. You they can... smell
1: like sweat and regret. I don't.
0: Our listeners do not need this in their lives. <laughs> or zero listeners.
1: So yeah, so men just don't understand their bodies because they live entirely in the two polar opposite heads. Right.
0: So so because I'm not mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna say what I what I think is actually
1: okay. Give me the male perspective
0: which you've been sorely, uh, which we, we really need more of in this world, right?
1: So yes, I just think men do not understand their body. Right. And they, they have never once been grounded.
0: They don't, but I think that's a lot to do with education and toxic masculinity, because the whole point is you're not supposed to understand your body because that's gay and cucked because it's knowledge and you're introspective, which is not allowed.
1: Exactly. And I think that's like, A huge thing that leads to the medical illiteracy of men because if like you go ouchy but like you don't understand like the wide spectrum of pain then you're not gonna do anything about it
0: yeah and let alone understanding other people's pain which that's a big no-no for
1: that's why men ask how long is this gonna take when their wives are giving birth
0: I hope nobody's actually doing that
1: oh the nurses of TikTok will tell you otherwise.
0: Yeah. Well, my dad passed out when my mom was giving birth cause it was too intense for him. So,
1: well, in your defense, your mother was a five, two Jewish woman giving birth to a six, seven Norwegian man's child. It was actually because of the C-section and
0: he, he passes out if he sees blood. So that's why.
1: Oh, thank God they took you guys out. Cause I feel like that would have broke your mother.
0: My brother almost did, and he was a c-section baby.
1: Was your mom given the epidural the fucked up way that like my mom was given so that she had like fucking sciatica the rest of her life? Um, I
0: don't know, but my mom never complained about that, so...
1: True, you're the complainer of the family.
0: Alright, but I think, okay, I think terrible education about this stuff, firstly, and then also the, the, the patriarchy of it all, too.
1: That's bold one. Oh, fuck. All right. That was a Toria burp coming from a Josh mouth.
0: <laughs> that mouth do. <too. laughs> <laughs> um, bitch. <laughs> yeah, goddamn right. Does it really well. Uh, what are your thoughts?
1: Like, of course it's education, but please don't wiggle your weird ass fingers. You have huge hands. Like, I know you have small hands for your body, but like your fingers are weirdly long sorry that just made me okay so you waggled your long ass fingers at me which was creepy but i i feel like yeah first of all in the united states at least in most countries well not anymore but a lot of places you are getting subpar education about your body Mm -hmm. you're given lessons from anatomy books from the 80s so you don't understand that most men don't wash their fucking hands because they don't understand germs I think, okay, that one, that, okay. Do you actually think men don't understand germs? I genuinely think they have like that Superman mentality where it's like, it's not going to happen to me. That's so exactly that's what So they don't wash is. their hands. They that's have what shit it is. under their fingernails.
0: They, it's like, why the fuck do I care? I'm tough enough. That's the idea. Exactly.
1: And then like that translates into the fact that they don't actually think about their body. That they go, I am too tough. I don't actually have a human form I don't need to care about this yeah so then when they actually start having aches and pains it is so foreign to them that they just like dissociate
0: okay that's not what it is you are literally pathologizing. okay you are viewing men as an alien species here they are also human okay it's not that okay it's that you're taught that you are supposed to ignore aches and pains. When they happen, you can't express that to other people. You can't show it. You have to be tough and strong always, right? Yeah. It's not that, oh, this is, I'm dissociating because I do not understand the conceptual idea of pain. It's like, I can't show this. I have to be tough. That's what it is.
1: Sorry, I'm rubbing my wrist because it's starting in the (laughs) (laughs) middle. the rains are coming. (laughs) there's a (laughs) storm there's a storm of breathing but yeah so either way no matter what it's chalked up to men don't understand their pain yeah or like if they do understand it conceptually they just don't do shit about it or i also feel like i think what you're talking men are scared yes
0: yes that is absolutely yeah super super important i think it's that uh men do not understand they don't have a point of reference for what normal pain is supposed to be right yeah i think that's what a lot of it is um and i don't know what that comes down to i think honestly what that comes down to is not talking with other people about
1: well yeah things
0: like important things like how you feel right
1: or it's like the like i feel like this is something i see with old men primarily but also i think it's because men our age don't have this problem as much but like old men will talk about their prostate and having to piss every fucking 11 minutes yeah. but they they're just like this is just how it is mm-hmm. Yeah because they're too afraid of actually admitting that something is wrong because if they admit something is wrong they admit that they're a person
0: yeah like i need to punch myself in the taint in order to piss and it's like you know how that is you know how getting old is it's like i need to get out a jackhammer and annihilate my gooch in order to get a drop out sucks to be 70.
1: yeah and i you yeah, know i feel like just yeah no men are like so scared of their own mortality
0: Oh yeah, and who isn't, right? And that's part of why teaching you you have to be strong and tough doesn't work because you're just going to become more afraid of the, you know, the various ailings and limitations of being human, you know?
1: Well, and it's just, it's so fucking violently ironic that it's like, oh, I am scared of dying. So by refusing to go to the doctor, admitting that something is wrong, I'm just going to die impossibly an even more intense death than I would have.
0: Yeah, we love masculinity.
1: Toxic masculinity just popping her pussy year-round. Mm-hmm. And then so actually before we get to the socioeconomic, I'm so sorry. I did these bullet points in a really weird way. I know I'm sorry. Uh the Tri-City Medical Center is another research person that I did. Or actually no. This was a fucked up way of saying. I found more research from the Tri-City Medical Center that said a reason why is does it make you gay like (laughs) okay so a huge issue is also men see a lot of medical tests and are worried Mm -hmm. that somebody's gonna fucking put a finger up their asshole right and that makes them gay so we need to like make men more likely to take shit up their ass
0: that's a very interesting uh
1: yeah Like, the Tri-City Medical Centers didn't say it exactly like that. I'm summarizing in Toria language. But that's the skinny of it, that they, like, absolutely are just, like, I am so afraid of somebody putting a finger up my asshole for my depression. (laughs) like. And, see,
0: I've never understood that because, like,
1: I don't know, man. Like, having a doctor set
0: your, like, your broken bone after it's been broken, that's the shit you'd be- af- should be afraid of. Getting a catheter put in, that's the shit you'd be- af- should be afraid of. Getting a finger, a looped finger up the ass, not even close to being the worst thing that can happen to you. And it's entirely a pathological thing about being afraid of being gay. And it's so fucking stupid.
1: Oh, 110%. But that's, like, one of the things that they talk about. And I could definitely. like, So many men are like, I'm not going to go get my prostate checked because I don't want to finger up my butthole. It's so
0: exhausting because boomer men will joke about this to no end. Like, oh, what if I have to get a finger put up my ass? That would be literally the worst thing in the world. It's like, goddamn, bro. I
1: think they're a little afraid to get a boner about it.
0: Yeah, well, fuck, I would be too. But like, shit, man. I
1: mean, that doctor has seen worse. Yeah. I think that doctor is more afraid of getting shit on their finger than actually seeing you get a boner. And to be honest, uh, knowing me. Also, doctors have really cold hands. I think your body would be like, your hands are so cold today. Actually, they're pretty warm for you. Mm. Most of the time, your hands are colder and sweatier. Um, They are. Uh, So... I feel like, yeah, no, I think the doctor is not going to be surprised if you get a, well, they might be if your hands are, if their hands are particularly cold, but I feel like, first of all, their hands are cold. You're not going to get a boner mm-hmm. because having a cold finger up your asshole seems miserable. Yeah. Aside from like, just, of course, it's saving your life. And plus, if you get a boner in front of the doctor, the doctor has seen weirder. Yeah. They'll probably... The doctor has had to deal with cadavers before. Your boner is not going to be that surprising.
0: Cadavers, which have permanent erections, by the way yeah yeah very cool um yeah the doctor they've got
1: to stick their finger probably up the cadaver's asshole
0: yeah you're nothing to them i mean shit they've been through so much uh and they're probably going to be like nice dick bro if they'd notice it at all
1: they that is absolutely against medical ethics if somebody says that to you after they that that person's not a doctor Look, you know,
0: <laughs> the medical ethics guidelines were written in a dark age before bros being bros was normalized uh We're going to get that written in there. It's acceptable to say nice dick if you mean it from a bro, bro to bro perspective. Okay. Nice cock. There you go. I mean, fuck, every dude would feel better. Like, thank you. I'm glad you noticed.
1: I'm going to keep that to myself. Okay. um...
0: God, there's not enough things to throw at you.
1: (laughs) No, it was about something else. Um, So now to Josh's favorite tangent and I'm going to let him take over the socioeconomic stuff so our boy handy mcgee Mm -hmm. he has noted that stop staring at me dead in the eye okay so so handy mcgee has noted that yes insurance is a big issue Mm -hmm. luckily for him or not so luckily right now he lives in england so it's not a big deal um not to dox him or anything
0: (laughs) once again uh not a big deal for now
1: for now yeah But the rest of the world isn't so lucky, especially the United States. We have a little thing called insurance and it fucking sucks and not everybody has it. So therefore, uh, it's really hard to get healthcare. Mm -hmm. So I think I'm just going to move on to my suggestions.
0: And that's a big thing, because once again, right, uh, so male socialization, you're supposed to be tough. You know, men spend their whole lives uh, being taught to be tough to be strong and also to be a provider, right? So part of that means that you are supposed to be the one who pays the bill, including the fucking ridiculously expensive cost of insurance. Right. And I think that probably also plays a role with them not wanting to go to the doctor because you're supposed to provide for other people, right? Not for yourself.
1: Well, yeah, there's definitely that, but I also think not everybody is lucky enough to have insurance.
0: And that's the, yes.
1: And men are more likely to do like gig type work, I feel.
0: Yep. Yep, exactly.
1: Or jobs that don't require a degree, so therefore they don't get that sweet, sweet insurance.
0: Exactly. So they, you know, so they can't afford it in general. And if you're going to pay for somebody's medical expenses, you're taught to not put yourself first, which honestly is kind of admirable to a point. Don't fucking die. It's all fun
1: and games until you die and your family's fucked.
0: You die in a stupid fucking way because, I don't know, your liver got
1: destroyed sclerosis
0: yeah like your your liver was struck by a tree limb and you're like oh no it's fine i'll put some dirt on it
1: yeah is your insurance rant over
0: uh, no it hasn't even started actually <laughs> fuck insurance fuck insurance it should be illegal it's designed to exploit human misery for us for profit they ruin fucking everything. I saw a Twitter post today about a guy who had to pay $1 million total for a medical visit. And with insurance, it came out to $101,000. And he was joking about it because he knew full well he would never have to pay that amount once he argued them down. Right? Yeah. It is a fucking absurd Kafkaesque Byzantian system designed to fucking kill people. It is Deplorable that it exists.
1: Uh, folks, I just want to take a soft pause to note that not only did Josh say Kafka esque, he also said Biz- Byzantine. Byzantine. I pronounced it wrong. No, that's okay, but he said both of those in one sentence. That's how worked up this man is. And he doesn't even get hangry, he just gets normal
0: hunger. So it's a system. Designed to literally kill people because that is if you under, if you look at the effects of the insurance industry when you look at a system um, you have to analyze it by the results that it produces and the insurance industry produces a lot of miserable fucking people who either are underinsured meaning they're not going in uh, because they can't afford it they're not going to to all to do all the visits. Uh, the doctors' visits that they should be doing because they know that they can't afford it, or uninsured, which means they're completely on their own, or they're fucking rad- They're fucking rat. They're fucking saddled with medical debt that will take them years and years and years to pay off. Those are the results of the current insurance industry that we have. It is not um, a system of healthy people who are paying what they can and getting the results that they deserve.
1: In the words of the poet Olivia Rodrigo. Who, if, who am I if not exploited?
0: Yeah. Uh, like nobody's fucking happy with our current insurance system except for the, the ultra,
1: ultra, ultra wealthy who would be fine no matter what. Exactly. So yeah, that is a huge... Th- those are our reasons that we're seeing. Like just men absolutely not wanting to go to the doctor. So how do we fix it? Simple... Sol- or not simple solutions, but about as simple as you can. So, boys, ask questions and learn about your body. Do some googs. If something doesn't feel right, give it a goog. Don't go to WebMD though.
0: Just keep in mind that your entire life you've been taught that pain is not something that happens to you because you're a tough, strong boy, and that you know, this has an effect. Ah, uh, we're all taught the same things when we live in this society. Uh, and we're all we're all socialized largely the same way. Ah, uh, pain is your body telling you something is wrong. Occasionally, very infrequently, it's incorrect, but usually it's happening for a reason.
1: And I think Josh's dad in the first story of baseball camp, had a very good idea that like, okay, so there's bruising, ankles are pretty hard to break with impact from like the side. And he was icing it and taking care of it in the way that he could. But if it does hurt more than one day, go see a doctor about it if you can. Like it the worst they could tell you is that nothing is wrong.
0: Uh but then they could also charge you six thousand dollars. They
1: could. But if you have insurance that is decent, please use it. Yeah. Um Utilize your insurance resources if you have insurance. Like they have all sorts of things. They have well like they have easy ways to go find doctors that are in your Network, that was the big word I was looking for. I was about to say circle.
0: I think I'm going to think a little bit bigger here. Burn the entire fucking insurance industry down. We need to organize against insurance as a fucking concept. Single-payer healthcare should be the basic minimum in America. We have more than enough money. If we implemented it, you would pay less in taxes than you do with insurance premiums.
1: And Joshi Poo is ahead, one, one time again, skipping ahead of the outline
0: fuck you, Toria. You, you, make love me, me. you make me hungry, I do this to you.
1: Go to the doctor with friends if you're scared. Yeah,
0: that's the other thing, right?
1: Guys, guess what? It's legal. You could take. Your, you could even kiss your friend in the room.
0: You could even touch tips in the room. Don't do <laughs> and that. it's totally fine. Don't do that. It's not fine. Um, <laughs> Don't do that you, in front of the doctor. You could potentially go to jail for that, actually.
1: <laughs> Don't do that in front of the doctor.
0: Unless the doctor is the one you're
1: touching tips with. I would argue, if your doctor is asking to touch tips with you, no, no, no. you also not do that. <laughs> you are
0: asking to touch tips with the doctor so you feel less scared. And they as a good physician. I,
1: I feel like that is, it's not illegal, but you shouldn't do that to your okay, doctor.
0: Sorry that you're not a man and don't understand that. Anyway, pain is a human thing. It happens to everyone. It's your body telling you something is wrong. The medical system. Broken as it is, is designed to tell you when that is correct and incorrect. Honestly, it's not a decision you can make on your own unless you are literally a qualified medical professional. So for people without insurance, the best thing you can do is seek out somebody that you know that is a medical professional, like a nurse or something, and go to them first. Um, That is, aside from organizing to fix the insurance system, that's the best I got for you.
1: Well, and then we go to the next topic, which is Josh's favorite. Lobby for others to get insurance. And like, I don't mean like that. I mean like every, but like health care for all kind of thing. Not like everybody needs shitty insurance. I mean, lobby for people to get health care for all.
0: Fuck this Obamacare bullshit. We deserve a lot better for living in the richest country in the world.
1: Exactly. Our GDP keeps growing, but our depression is everlasting. So please get out there. Vote for folks who actually do shit. Tear the fucking... Like, don't even just vote. Just tear the whole fucking system to the ground if you can.
0: I mean, I don't understand how insurance companies aren't constantly, you know, blockaded by protesters day in and day out. I mean, fuck.
1: Because most of them are centered in Indiana. Um, Delaware. That That's... Yes, kind of. Um, we're not going to get into that because Josh and I will not shut up for the next hour and then Josh will be cr- in tears because he's so hungry. Um, also if uh, we're almost to the fucking end i will lick your hand okay we're gonna finish this and also lobby for your friends to get paid sick time yeah sick time because sick leave sick leave is a huge reason also why people don't get health care or not health care go and access healthcare yeah. Because if you ain't getting paid, you ain't getting laid.
0: Why are you getting laid at the doctor's? Whatever. You gotta
1: touch tips somehow.
0: <sighs> That's not getting laid. That's like a high five between men. You wouldn't understand. So
1: sexy. Mm-hmm.
0: Not actually. Very platonic.
1: <laughs> Unless you don't want to. Touch tips with anybody good lately. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, we, we got our options. We got, First of all, lobby. Go with the bestie. Utilize your resources.
0: Don't list them off like a dork.
1: And ask questions about your body. I'm
0: gonna delete that. Is
1: there a question that you have about your body?
0: Uh, yeah, how come it- how come when I shit, I also pee?
1: (laughs) Men do that too.
0: Yeah, everybody does that. You know, most of the bits are the same.
1: Well, yeah, but I asked a boy once and he looked at me like I was fucking crazy.
0: That guy's an anomaly. Or doesn't drink enough water.
1: I think it's just because your pelvic floor is pushing on all your muscles henceforth it's just going to come out both ends
0: exactly and when you relax um, I, there's a medical reason for this when you relax the big the big sphincter uh, it also it... relaxes
1: the tiny one mm-hmm. question do you have to pee first and then poop or is that just me
0: i do that yeah okay
1: cool yeah yeah high five
0: why but why
1: are that was the worst high five you could do because you need to lean in more y'all we're gonna close this out with a high five now we're gonna go eat pizza and talk more about our shitting habits
0: yeah uh can i just end it with one thing though yeah for anybody who doesn't have insurance the most important resource you can have is the people that you know um and the system is unfortunately designed against you but it doesn't make it right and you know, I think a lot of medical professionals who take their job seriously are willing to provide, like, unpaid help to people who need it, right? They are willing to provide advice uh, to those who need it. The nurses that I know are some of the most lovely people in the world, and they are always willing to take people's questions. And that is better than nothing.
1: So- also, mm-hmm. do not be afraid to negotiate down your medical bills. Yeah. Most of the time, people are overcharging you, and I know it takes They're
0: time. always overcharging you.
1: And ask for itemized bills. They legally have to give it to you.
0: Yep. Until they get rid of that.
1: Yep, but use it until you lose it. Mm-hmm.
0: So, I mean, the, like, you know, healthcare, the ideals of healthcare, they still exist. Some people are willing to help you out for free, um, which I'm fucking sure you know. I'm not, I'm not the first one... To ever tell people this but like do what you can do what you can and most importantly fuck the insurance industry i cannot stress that enough they are they are responsible for so much of this bullshit
1: exactly you want pizza i want pizza so bad love you listeners
0: listeners i fucking hate you toria but i also love you
1: oh my goodness
0: Hello once again beautiful listeners, this is Editing Josh. Thank you for listening to another episode of I Can Fix Him, we hope you enjoyed. Our next episode will be out in a week or two. It is about men's hygiene products and their, shall we say, universal nature. And also men's difficult relationship with hygiene in some circumstances. It's a good one, I'm very excited for it and I think you guys will enjoy. Some of you may have noticed that this episode is in fact three weeks from the last one, and to you very, very, very clever folks, I have one important message from the show. Fuck you. Uh, no, that was, that was a bit harsh, I shouldn't talk to you that way. Uh, it's been a little bit difficult to edit these, there's some personal stuff going on right now. I apologize, but I just ask for your understanding, and I hope that the show is good enough to justify that. Anyway. Thank you very, very, very much for listening. We love you very much, and we will see you next time. Bye bye.